welcome to the Top Diz. I'm your host, Ty. Today, I've got a great one for you. I'm going to be talking about Disney World's Run Disney events and marathon. So, luckily, I just got back um, not too long ago from the marathon down in Disney World, and I wanted to talk about Run Disney events and the different things that you can do, maybe some tips and tricks, and just give you my thoughts on Run Disney events. So, first and foremost, um, you have to somewhat enjoy running to enjoy these Run Disney events. However, a lot of folks walk these events, so it's pretty interesting. I mean, you see a wide um, array of people participating in these events. So I'm going to kind of talk about the sign-up process and, and kind of go through from you know how it starts and how it begins. But I did want to tell you all, if you're not a runner, you can still do run Disney events, and they're phenomenal. So I'm going to talk about that through this, so you don't have to click off this podcast if you don't run, because reality is a lot of people do these events, and they're not runners. So first off, I'll talk about sign-up. So generally throughout the year, there are usually about four different running events um, in Walt Disney World. Um so usually those events are starting in January with the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. And that weekend, um, there is usually a kids fun run, a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a full marathon. This is the only full marathon that Disney does um, here in Walt Disney World anyway. Um, they don't have races right now in Disneyland, but there is some runs over in Paris. But um, the Walt Disney World Marathon, it's the only weekend when they run a full marathon. And what's really cool about this weekend um, is people sign up to do every one of those races, and it's called a Dopey Challenge. They'll do the 5K, the 10K, the half marathon, and the full marathon. So um, if you don't know what that is, basically uh, a full marathon is 26.2 miles, half Marathon is 13.1 um, miles. Um, 10K is like 6.2, and a 5K is like 3.1 miles. So those are the distances. And so just like I said, there's a lot of folks that will walk every one of those races. Um, there are timing on the full marathon and half marathon where um, they'll pick you up if you if you can't make certain times, but they give you a giant leeway, and you could literally walk the whole race if you... Um, you can walk that far. So um, a lot of folks that you know aren't big runners, they'll do those smaller races, and those smaller races sell out extremely fast when those signups come. But anyway, so like I said, in January, it's Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, and then usually in February, there's the Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend. So that is a weekend where the biggest race is a half marathon, and they usually do a 10K and a 5K um, for those races. And now in uh, March and or April, they're going to be doing the springtime surprise weekend. So this used to be Star Wars races. Um, every year it was Star Wars themed. Um, they actually did them in Disneyland and in Disney World. So the Disneyland side was the light side and the dark side was over in Disney World. Then they combined them both in Disney World um, and then they went away. So now it's a springtime surprise weekend. So every year it's going to be something different. And that's in March and April. This year, um, pretty cool, they're doing um, a 10-miler is the biggest run, and it's Tower of Terror 10-miler. And so um, it's super cool. They're bringing back some some old stuff. 
Um, that was an old event that used to be around, but they're doing a 10 miler. They're doing a 10 K that's called race for the taste 10 K. That's like Ratatouille inspired. Um, and then they're doing an expedition Everest 5 K. So, um, that's March, um, and April in, into April. So that, and those times may vary every year. Um, and then in November they do the wine and dine half marathon weekend. So those are the four different times of the year they have races. So well, Disney World Marathon is usually um, the first weekend in January after New Year's. Um, then in February, late February, there's Disney Princess Half Marathon. March and April, there's going to be the Springtime Surprise. And then the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon weekends, usually in November. And usually it's a half marathon, 10K, 5K. So usually you get medals for all those races um, and if you sign up to run all those races you get special medals on top of that and some people just love getting those medals I know I have in the past as I've got quite a few Disney medals on my wall at home but I just wanted to talk about the different races and what they are but as far as signing up like you for the most part have to be quick especially for those smaller races so like I talked about those 5k races um, and even the 10k races you pretty much have to book those the day of, um, sometimes the day after they become available because they sell out extremely fast. And so do the challenges. Um, Disney's Marathon Weekend, that dopey challenge that you do all those, it sells out extremely, extremely fast. Like you can usually sign up for the marathon a little bit later, um, even like weeks after usually. But uh, that dopey challenge where you get to run all of them, goes really quick but so does that 5k so does that 10k so if it's something you want to do you know make go to the run run disney.com you can see all the events you can see what's available um what's really cool this year it looks like they had uh opened up um disney princess half marathon and the springtime races and they all sold out really quickly but now there's still availability for the Disney Princess Half and the Tower of Terror 10 miler. So it looks like they opened up a few more spots on those. So just FYI, if you want to run any of those races, better jump on rundisney.com and sign up because they are available to be run. So none of the challenges are available, but those two races are. So the Disney Princess Half Marathon on February 27th and the Tower of Terror 10 miler on April 3rd is available. So just a heads up on that um yep and then like i said disneyland paris does do a run as well and um it's just been suspended because of covid so i don't know when that's going to come back and they also do virtual runs um especially during the summer where you can run and earn medals um, last year was lion king themed medals so those are available as well but as far as registering uh it's something that you would want to do uh, as soon as those things become available. Now I will tell you, Disney races are not cheap. They are the most expensive races you will ever pay for. So you pay for what you get though. They are amazing. They truly are. Like I have ran multiple different races um, in different parts of the country and by far it is the most fun that you can have running a race i mean it's just amazing so i'll talk about that here in just a moment but so first up sign up so usually uh the signups for those events are like six months out um <clears throat> six months or longer so 
just be aware um, that, that you have to sign up way in advance um, for those for those runs. And if they do sell out, there's ways to get into some of those races if you join a nonprofit or charitable um, association. So sometimes they buy those slots for those races, and you, and you can join in and and run um, for those charitable organizations. You pay a lot more, but that money goes to um, a charitable organization. So just super cool, whether it's you know for breast cancer awareness, whether it's um, Give Kids the World, you know whatever it may be. There are lots of um, different things that run uh, for all those races that you can sign up for and pay a little bit more, but it's going to a great cause. So signing up, that's kind of where you are from a sign-up standpoint. Um, but it's fun. Like the anticipation thickens. Like when you sign up six months away or however long. Like I mean, one, it prepares you, and you gotta start, you know, getting ready for your race. Um, but two, it's just exciting. Like hey, you're going to Disney, and you're gonna run a race and do something that's super cool, and not everybody does. But so anyway, gotta sign up. And then when you start planning your um, vacation to go down there, highly, highly recommend if you can afford it to stay um, on property at a few different places like it's ideal if you could stay on the monorail loop because just like anything at disney being on the monorail loop is pretty amazing where you can get to any park and get to the run disney events pretty easily now the epcot resorts um, are usually a great great place to stay if you're doing run disney events because usually Epcot is where you start and finish races in general. And so if you've got a park pass for Epcot that day, then you can use that um, as a way to walk even more after you've run uh, to get back to your hotel. And it's just close. You can get to those resorts extremely easy. Um, Skyliner Resorts, same type of thing. So if you have a park pass at Epcot, you can walk through and take the Skyliner back to um, those resorts as well. So just something to think about there um, but if you're not on the minor rail loop if you're not at epcot resort if you're not on the skyliner it's okay they run buses so it's amazing so how many buses they have transporting people to these run disney events it's it's just wild actually so you have to run super early so this is the biggest downside of run disney events run disney events happen early early in the morning so that people aren't running through the parks all day long so for example the uh, run disney marathon started at 5 a.m and they asked for you to be at the start line by 3 30 a.m that's right 3 30 a.m so as an example i stayed on property this past go and what's really cool is i walk out my resort and there's literally literally 15 to 20 uh, huge buses ready to take people and they're just filling them left and right filling these buses with people and taking them to uh, the run Disney event and it's the same thing afterwards you can take buses back to your um, resort but just super super cool and I'll tell you if you stay off property and I've gone to these races and stayed off property as well it's just a little bit more difficult like it is difficult to navigate um, with a car to the parking now afterwards it's fabulous because your car is usually right there to epcot and you can go back to your resort wherever you're staying not on property or whatever it may be but generally the traffic uh for these race weekends they have roads closed off and it's very troublesome to get to that start line i know 
um, in 2020 at that marathon when I went, um, my brother was taking me and I mean, we got stuck in traffic. I had to run to get to the start line. It was a big mess. So it's, it's huge, hugely beneficial to stay on property if you're, if you can, like not everybody can, it's expensive to stay on property. So, um, you know, do what you can, that's for sure. But, um, I've done it both. I've stayed not on property, stayed on property. Um, but staying on property is, it's, it's a huge benefit, especially if you're going to run all those races, you don't have to worry about driving every morning through all that madness. Cause those bus drivers know what they're doing. So that is what I would suggest is staying if possible on the monorail loop or the Epcot resorts. Um, so when you think about that, you've got Polynesian contemporary, um, and Grand Floridian, which, you know, deluxe resorts, very expensive. And then you've got the Epcot resorts, right? You've got beach club, yacht club, boardwalk, expensive as well, but it, you know, it's definitely worth it. I love that area anyway, but even if not, you could stay at the Swan or Dolphin um, right there as well in the new Swan Reserve. So same thing. Those are walkable to Epcot. Um, and then Skyline Resorts, you know, Caribbean Beach, Riviera, um, Pop Century, Art of Animation are all options. So just heads up on that. Um, so once you've mapped out, and, you know, you started running, you signed up, you're getting ready for your race. You've got your resorts figured out of where you're staying and you're, you're getting excited, your family's getting excited, whatever it may be. Um, you, you start going, you go down to the race. And I want to talk about the expo. So when you get down to Walt Disney World and um, you've signed up for this race, you have to go to um, the marathon weekend or whatever weekend it is, expo. And it's at ESPN's Wild World of Sports there on Disney property. If you haven't seen this portion of Disney World, it's extremely cool. There's like all these baseball fields, all these basketball arenas and arenas where they have, you know, cheerleading competitions and basketball competitions and baseball and all this stuff, soccer. And it is super cool to see if you've never seen it. But you go to this expo and the first thing you do is there's on the right hand side when you're walking in, it is uh, the official licensed merchandise area. You kind of go in there and they've got some really cool stuff for each race. Now, I was a little perturbed um, this past race because I didn't get to get to the expo until Friday. So my race was on Sunday. I got to the expo around noon on that Friday, and pretty much everything that I w wanted to buy was already sold out. So I don't know if that's because they had problem getting it made um, because of what's going on in the world or what, but everything that I wanted was sold out. So hopefully that doesn't happen. I hadn't seen that happen in the past. So my thought is they just didn't make enough or couldn't get it made quick enough for the event because um, now that stuff is going like 400% more than you would have paid for it. Like a spirit jersey um, that you would have paid $79.99 for is going for like four or $500 on eBay right now, which is just insane. But there's like cool hoodies and zip-up jackets and hats and stuff. Um, really cool stuff. Magic bands. Um, it's definitely cool to, you know, get something to remember your race. And with that sign-up that you did um, for your race, you actually get an official shirt and... Um, the marathon weekend, it's a long sleeve shirt. Some of the other ones, it's short sleeve shirts, but you get that, I would say free, but it's not free because you're paying for the race. You get that when you're there. Um, so first you go to the expo and you can kind of check all that stuff out. And then 
you go to get your your race bib and um, you know you you basically have to show your license they give you your bib stuff um, and then you go get your t-shirt and then you can see the expo of all the stuff like all the racer stuff so whether it's people that are selling like the KT tape like the tape that you put on your legs to help your muscles or people selling running shorts or hats or whatever it's just a huge like fair for runners so it's really cool to see a lot of vendors giving out free stuff as well um, at those events you get to see what the medals look like in person previously they would show the medals of upcoming events as well which is kind of cool um, but it's just something to see if you've never seen it highly recommend going to check that out on a race weekend it's just something really cool that only happens you know four times a year so definitely check it out the expo is super super cool now once you get the expo, you got your stuff, you're ready to go, you're ready to race, right? So um, racing is awesome. Like I talked about, I've done many races, and there is nothing like a Walt Disney World race. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Like, there, I mean, it's fun. Everybody's having fun. A lot of people dress up. I mean, I was running by um, a guy that looked exactly like... Um, Jack Sparrow uh, from Pirates of the Caribbean for a while during the marathon. Like this guy was in full garb. I'm talking pants. I'm talking pirate coat. I'm talking about a sword. I'm talking about a hat. I'm talking about dreadlocks, um, eye makeup, rings. I mean, it's crazy what people wear. I was running by Moana for a little bit. Um, people dress up, and it's just it's just that's half the fun is seeing all those folks um, that you're running with now. Had some family members come down as well, and they enjoy it. They enjoy watching all these people dressed up in these crazy costumes and cheering and running. And um, one of the cool things about the race, especially the marathon, is they let people into Magic Kingdom without a ticket, and they line up Main Street as you're running. So, like for example, I saw my family members on Main Street as I'm running. It was about mile. I don't remember, like eight or nine at that time, and I, I got to see them cheer me on on Main Street, which is super cool. But all along the way on this Disney events, is that there's people cheering for you, which is fantastic, which you're going to get that at every race. Um, but it's just a lot spe more special when you're at Disney. I mean, how often do you get to run through Cinderella's Castle or run through Pandora or run by Tower of Terror or, you know, whatever it is, like... <laughs> run around the countries in Epcot. It's just super special. And along the way, they have character meet and greets. So they'll have photo pass, uh, Disney photo pass cast members taking your pictures. You can stop. You don't have to stop. But you can take pictures of everything from Moana to Goofy to Donald to, um, I, I mean, tons of things. Phineas and Ferb. Uh, when it was a Star Wars weekend, it's all Star Wars characters. So... It is super fun. Like, I know I just go and I have fun. Like, it's not going to be my best time ever um, because you're not doing it to set a personal best record or uh, whatever it may be. You're there to have fun with everybody and to take it all in. Like, it's super cool. Um, highly recommend it. Like, it truly is. Like, that marathon, I don't think I can do any other marathon because they would just be so boring compared to a Disney marathon where you get to see so many things and run through so many cool things. Um, in 2020, we got to run through Blizzard Beach, which is the water park there, um, and they're blowing snow. Like, 
you're not going to get that at any other uh, marathon that you run in. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Like, it's super cool. Like, they had um, in Epcot, they had harmonious barges lit up and spraying water and doing stuff as we ran through there. Like I said, I've ran through Pandora um, before. Not this past year, we didn't run through there, but previously I had. And it's cool, super cool lit up, and you're running through Pandora. I mean, this stuff is... Uh, just amazing. I mean, I can't, I don't, can't say it enough that if you are a runner, you should definitely do it. And if you don't want to run, but you are interested in running just like a small race, you can even walk it. Um, super fun. So I can't say it enough. The best races you could possibly run um, from a fun standpoint, from what people wear standpoint to great pictures. If you have photo pass, there's multiple photo pass people taking your picture along the way as you're running. Um, so they capture you running this whole marathon, which is super cool and rewarding. So anyway, um, the photo pass piece is cool because you stop with characters, take pictures, and then you can stop in front of the castle and take a picture, um, anywhere, anywhere they have the photo pass, people take a picture. So lots of options there. And then the medals, like I said, the medals after you, you know, finish your race are just phenomenal. They're heavy, they're big. They usually have some sort of motion, um, to them and uh they're just really cool uh, so i can't say that enough so but what's better right so after you you know run this race and um, you're in an amazing place right the most magical place in the world um you know you gotta celebrate and have a good time so you can go to the parks and have a good time and there's so many great places to eat at disney world and a lot of people um that are casual disney fans or people that go down there don't know that there's like super high-end food or places to go that you know you can totally celebrate i know um you know i've eaten california grill before um from a race i've ate at steakhouse 71 this past year citricose um hoop doo review is a great place to go um for a celebratory uh dinner you can go to bull and bear uh there's so many places you could celebrate and have fun when after you win your race and it's just cool like people wear their medals around in the parks um and it's just like a camaraderie i mean if you've never been a runner before it is it is just a great atmosphere to be around in general everybody's so nice and welcoming um you could go down there and not even have a friend you could go by yourself and meet people and have a great time like runners are super nice to each other um and you know it's a great time so can't say it enough and then you know after you finish and you have a big celebration like all you want to do is sign up for another race and do it again um you know it's expensive because going to disney is expensive but it is super fun and i highly recommend it um so a couple tips and tricks like i said you know make sure you're you're there to sign up the day of the day you can so that way you get the race that you want to get um you know I would recommend staying on Disney property. It just makes it easier from a transportation standpoint. And I am one of those people who honestly, like I'm usually anti-stay on property because I think it's so expensive compared to um, what you can get for your money not staying on property. Um, but for these events, like it's definitely uh, worth worth the while. Um, it's the best races you'll ever do. So, you know, I think everybody should experience it. And I would say if you want merchandise from your event, Try to be there one of the first days that that expo's open because, unfortunately, like I said this past time, um, all that stuff sold out that I wanted. Um, so unless you want to pay, like, 
you know, way more than you need to, um, you know, make sure you're there on time. And then I would encourage you guys to have photo pass. So if you have a, you know, an annual pass, you get, you can pay for photo pass. Um, you know, you, you can pay for photo pass for your whole trip, but it's just awesome to have people taking your pictures for a whole marathon where you get to see yourself and then see yourself with characters as well. So highly recommend photo pass if you're doing, um, a marathon weekend type of thing. Um, but yeah, plan it out. Uh, highly recommend it. I love the Run Disney events, and I hope you do too. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, have a magical day. 